you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, February 22nd, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Welcome to another edition of the pod, my friends. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. And on today's show, how should the Dallas Cowboys assemble their running backs room in the new season? Tony Pollard is dangerous. He's dynamic, but he's also dinged up. And what about Zeke? What do you do with him? Do you keep him? Do you cut him? Do you carve up that contract and start all over? What is the right call in Jerry's world? We will give the perspective from our world. We've got a fantastic interview with the Super Bowl champion, Nick Bolton. Now the ball's out. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! A defensive score by Nick Bolton. Yeah, that Nick Bolton, the scoop and score kid. He's amazing. You got to hear it. That's coming up. Plus, Steve Smith Sr., Legendary wide receiver, future member of the Gold Jacketeers Club, current NFL scout. Kind of slumming it there, Steve. He has his eye on a position group that he knows as well, if not better than anyone. And you're thinking wide receivers? Come on, too easy. No, he's got his eye on the defensive backs that are good enough to put the best wideouts like him off their game. Michael Robinson, the real Mike Robb, is channeling his inner John Schneider, Seattle's general manager, and is prepared to offer up three moves that will take this current incarnation of the Seahawks from unexpected to undeniable. We will give both Mike and Steve a chance to answer the question of the week, in New York Giants circles anyway. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, who do you tag and who do you sign to a long-term deal. The answer really becomes a matter of vision and priority. I'm curious to see where these guys fall on that one. And of course, there is nothing but news out of Nashville 
today, where the Titans are cleaning house. There's a new GM with a new no-ego policy. Players getting released like undersized trout back into the NFL pond. Who is out and who is next? But first, this. Jackson will keep it. He's got room. He's at the 30. It's a leg race. 40. Lamar Jackson midfield and going 40. One man to beat 30. He's to the 20. 10. Five. Touchdown with a tumble. Lamar Jackson is quick as a hiccup. Hurts is going to run. He rolls and he is in for the touchdown and we're tied. Two quarterbacks, two contracts, one question. Why are these situations so radically different? One of those quarterbacks, a former MVP, the other just finished second in the MVP voting. You heard the highlight rip. It's Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts, of course. Okay, as for context, I got you. Jalen Hurts entering the final year of his rookie deal. Eagles general manager Howie Roseman said that signing Hurts to a second contract is his top priority of the offseason. Now, of course, he puts pressure on himself when he says things like that. But Eagles wideout A.J. Brown wanted to make sure that he applied a little pressure of his own. Telling the guys on Tuesday's Raw Room podcast, quote, you gotta pay, bro. Brown went on to say, quote, I love Philly. What I'm about to say, you do not pay this man, just ship me off wherever he's going to go. So you talk about pressure, Howie, get it done, end of quote. I kind of love that, guys, I really do. Conversational banter in an informal setting, to be sure. But it certainly underscores the very real situation facing an Eagles team that has a roster littered with off-season uncertainty. No fewer than 20 free agents, including names like, oh, I don't know, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Robert Quinn, Indomitian Sue, Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Linval Joseph, Boston Scott, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you know, to name a few. Anyone on that list seem unimportant to you? Yeah, exactly. So that being the landscape for the Eagles, getting pen to paper for their QB1, rather significant. Now, Brown's phrase, you gotta pay, bro, likely on the lips of many a Ravens fan, too, with regards, of course, to the Lamar Jackson contract situation. We've given you the numbers many times already. Maybe once more wouldn't hurt. Lamar expected to be given the exclusive franchise tag. That would pay him $45 million this year. Or the Ravens could give him the non-exclusive tag. That number comes in at $32.4 million. Less money? Yes, of course. But it would allow Jackson to negotiate with other teams, after which time the Ravens would either have the right to match whatever offer was made or let Jackson go and receive two first-round draft picks in exchange. Okay, so what else do we know? Well, we know that Lamar is representing himself. I understand why he would want to do that, but clearly it is not as easy as he may have anticipated. We also know that he and the Ravens are reportedly a long way off from a contract that both parties can agree on. That's certainly enough from me for more on these similar except not at all contract situations. Let's send it over to the TA set. So AJ, not shy, talking about his dudes, right? Yeah. 
and certainly support right absolutely receivers always got to take up for your quarterback we've definitely seen that before but yet this is still a Jalen Hurts who's gonna at some point get a contract extension we showed a little bit earlier some of the big free agent targets and everyone sort of had their eyes on one with Lamar Jackson what's different about how you handle these deals oh man that's a tough question because (laughs) these guys are unique I mean very very unique one of a kind these are the two runners at the quarterback position um, that our game has right now, and, you, and they have street credibility. Lamar Jackson, 2019 MVP. So so the style works in the National Football League. Yes, Jalen Hurts, a couple of plays from winning the Super Bowl last year. Yes, sir. The style works in the National Football League. And, Steve, it's just interesting to me. These guys, these both of these guys are, like, built out of the same mold, so to speak, running the football and, and being explosive in the passing game, but yet they're looked at differently, Right. Lamar Jackson, he they, he's looked at his team. They looked at his team like he won't, like the Ravens won't pay him, right? You look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody's expecting the Eagles to pay them, but yet they're the same mold. So to me, there's something there. Whether it's Jalen Hurts spending more time in the facility, whether I don't know, but it just seems like there's a a big reason why the. Baltimore Ravens won't pay this guy, which they built their entire team around. Now, I do think they've been – they haven't been fair to Lamar Jackson because, to me, Greg Roman is a run game coordinator, yes. and I have not seen Lamar Jackson grow in reading defenses correct. over the last few that, years. That is a correct so statement. I, I would like to see Lamar Jackson with a real passing game coordinator like I, Todd I would, I would agree with you. So, so, so to me, there has to be a rub here. There has to be a – I believe there's a compromise somewhere here. Lamar Jackson wants the, the guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got. That, that Deshaun Watson got. I believe that the Baltimore Ravens should look at his deal from a year standpoint as a runner make it three or four years, mm-hmm. and look at the money standpoint like a quarterback. Three years, $120 million, give him maybe $30 more million in incentives so that he can have the, so that he has the opportunity to make $50 million. But make it all guaranteed, mm-hmm. right? He wants his guarantees. And to me, yeah, if you're, if you're Bashadi and the Baltimore Ravens, I don't want to pay that 230 fully guaranteed uh, number. Okay, cool. Shorten the deal. Just give me my 50 per. And I believe that gets Lamar Jackson in the building. And it gives them in a couple of years another chance to reevaluate how everything looks under a real, true, legit passing game coordinator. Man, that's a fantastic uh, summarization and and really uh, pie in the sky theory that I think you have that uh, is honestly in reality is unrealistic right now because the difference these both of these guys are unique and they're good, but the difference is this is the not for long and what have you done lately, and the thing is is the longer Lamar Jackson does not come to terms and understands, there's guys like Jalen Hurts who are one or two plays away from winning a Super Bowl where he's now two, three years away from winning his MVP. Now, I know that's unfair, but we also know is what have you done for me lately. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl, possibly winning, and winning a playoff game aren't on the same level. Yeah. They're just not. They both lost. Neither one of them won a bowl. So my, my old thing is to me the but difference. But one was one was a couple of weeks ago, the other one was a couple of years ago. Gotcha. Now, hope we get to see him on the football field healthy because no matter what uniform he wears, dude he's is, dynamic. He is dynamic. He's so dangerous. Okay, next up, who from the Cowboys' backfield will be back? Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. Tony Pollard or 
Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, and someone else altogether. Obviously, Tony Pollard seems to be the fixed point on the compass. He is dynamic. He is certainly a game-changing player and somebody that they have every intention of keeping around. But don't forget, Tony Pollard is injured. So, what do you do now? Steve Smith Sr., Mike Robb, what say you? Well, I think first and foremost, the Dallas Cowboys have to make a decision like from an identity standpoint. Do they want to be a team that dominates the line of scrimmage, run the football, and allow Dak Prescott to be special in his very Dak Prescott moments? If they're going to be that type of a team, yes, I, 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 I'm not so sure Ezekiel Elliott can be the lead back anymore. Tony Pollard's a lot more explosive, mm-hmm. and maybe they can draft a guy. What about that kid out of Texas, right, uh, Bijan? What is it? B. John Robinson. I can't forget the greatest, one of the greatest last names. (laughs) Um, But he's a big kid, right? uh, You know, 220 pounds. I think he has tremendous feet. But he is a guy that, again, gets better with carries. Mm. He's a big guy. And, again, it goes back to the identity. If the Dallas Cowboys want to truly be a team that owns the line of scrimmage, then, yes, I draft him. I'd let Ezekiel Elliott go, and then you'll have a placeholder for Tony Pollard when Tony Pollard comes back because Tony Pollard is that explosive threat. But, again, it all starts with the Dallas Cowboys making a conscious effort and making a decision to say this is what our identity is going to be. We're going to run the football, own the line of scrimmage, and allow Dak Dak Prescott to be special Dak in special Dak moments. I agree with everything you said. I I, I would spin it to this. It depends on – if you could get Ezekiel Elliott to restructure, but you also have to, you have to understand Tony Pollock. He's going to take some. It's going to take some time for him to get there. It hasn't been reported, but I've sustained an ankle injury uh, when you when you break your ankle, and I tore the ligaments in the inside and the outside of my ankle. So it took me a long time to get back into game shape, to where I felt comfortable cutting. They had to restructure. I was at the time. I, you know, shows my age. I was with Reebok. They had to structure a, a mid high-top shoe for me so I can feel comfortable in playing in that. And in that time that he's that you're waiting for Tony Pollard to get back and be Tony Pollard, who is going to be that back to fill in the gap while he's getting back? Yeah. If it is not Ezekiel Elliott, you have now put yourself in a position where you have to fill in with a free agent or in the draft you actually have to reach for the guy that you want. You can't go, well, we'll, whoever falls to us, and let's hope. We're talking about running backs. We're talking about running backs. So, again, a lot of them don't go on the first. Yes. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of uh, talent evaluators feel they can find a guy. Yes. Look at Pacheco from mm. the Kansas City Chiefs. A- a- absolutely. But what if someone does move up? We've seen it where they move up right before you. Get your guy. And get your guy. So, if you're going to make that move, you better have a plan A, B, C, and D because you're going to level with E as all above of nothing. And that's going to be a problem, and you're going to put all of that weight on Dak Prescott. And that's not what you need to do because your quarterback needs to facilitate, not be the center, point guard, shooting guard, small forward. That, that's, that's not successful football. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy here, and we turn now to your new favorite player. Don't believe me? Just wait. He's a Super Bowl champion. We won't hold that against him. And a game-changing Super Bowl champion at that. He is Nick Bolton. Mike Yam, the introductions, please. Nick Bolton is with us. You can make an argument. Nick could have been your Super Bowl MVP. Man, you're all business. I love watching when we get guests, Nick, watching videos like this. You're, you know, the scoop and score, which, of course, I got to ask you about here in just a moment. You start smiling mm-hmm. more, though, not about your play, but when all the other guys are celebrating. What stands out the most when you see a video like that? Yeah, man, uh, it starts from the beginning for the training camp, man. You see these guys, especially our young guys. I'm going to live on those guys for a little bit, especially on our side of the ball, man. Those young guys come in as rookies trying to figure out their way. Uh, just being sponges, trying to learn as much as they can and um, ultimately help help us win. Uh, we understand that it's coming coming in, especially me as a rookie and the guys right after me, uh, his reputation is a win. I've been watching the Chiefs win before before we got here, so uh, we just want to step in, man, and, and do our part. Nick, can be honest with me, man. How, how many times do you think you've seen your soup and score? Uh, how many times? I've probably seen it. I've probably watched it myself at least 50 times myself. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I've probably seen it another 50 times more. So, I mean, I, you really don't get tired of that one. I'm glad you're leading into it here. So you can be honest with me. Do you have, like, the play call as your ringtone? Do you have it up on, you know, the wallpaper on your phone? Like, what, how, what, how are you reliving that moment daily? Yeah, man, uh, I got YouTube TV, man, so I got an opportunity to go back to go back and watch the games <laughs> on playback, man. So I, I can say I watched it probably about two or three times already all the way through. Is there something that you pick up, I don't know, on the 10th time or the 20th time or the 50th time that you didn't see maybe the first or second? 
Oh yeah, man. Uh, I think I think I finally like washed myself. I almost slipped and fell like I did uh, versus Denver. I almost busted a little bit uh, coming out of the uh, the break on the scoop and score a little bit. My foot slid. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, again, seeing my teammates celebrate with me getting in the end zone for a defensive touchdown, man, was huge. No, I didn't see any sort of slippage there, Nick. I'll be honest with you, man. You look pretty smooth heading into that end zone and crushing the hearts of a lot of Eagles fans in the moment in that game. Uh, Nick, get ready for Look, M-Rob is on the show with us today, and I actually saw a feature that he did with you. There's so much adversity that you've been able to overcome in terms of your family, your sister, your mom, both battling cancer and surviving. What's the moment like on the football field when you see your mom after the Super Bowl, knowing all the things that she's had to go through in her journey and getting to support you as an NFL player? Yeah, man, it was a lot of raw emotions, man, when I got to see my mom uh, after the game. Uh, I just kind of made, made the struggle and everything that you you had to overcome and work to get to this moment, man, all worthwhile. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, man. And uh, again, I reiterate all the time that life could have went any other way. I'm happy to be in that stadium at that time on this team. Uh, with the coaches and teammates I have and my family understands. So uh, you don't take all those little things for granted, man. Uh, it was a special opportunity to be there with my mom, my dad, uh, my siblings in the stands as well. Uh, it was just a special moment for all of us to share. Can you share with us what those first words were exchanged after the biggest game of your career? Yeah, I man, I, I always told my mom that I was going to get an opportunity to play another Super Bowl, big game, uh, championship game again. Uh, she wasn't, I had an opportunity to come to my state championship game uh, we played at Houston. It was the only time, and uh, it was actually in Houston when I was in high school. Uh, so having her back in that stage and uh, having a chance to watch the championship game, and uh, I knew I had to bring my all. Oh, man, uh, that game was special. I had a lot of my heart heading into that game, and uh, I had to cash in on that on that promise. Well, you did in a big way, and you're going to have that Super Bowl ring, and we get to talk about one of the best moments in Super Bowl history every single time your name pops up or you do an interview. And by the way, I know I made reference to that feature that M-Rob did, that sit-down. You can actually catch it, nfl.com slash nfl 360. Uh, last thing here, man, before we go, because it's crazy to me. We have all these conversations about the Chiefs. How do I not ask you anything about Patrick Mahomes? So you tell me, man, we see the greatness and those magic moments on the field. What don't we know about Patrick that makes him so special and unique on the field? Yeah, man, uh, I can even go whenever he had the, the high ankle sprain in the playoffs. Uh, we both a little dinged up and uh, just the time, see the time he spends on his body. Uh, making sure you got everything right, man. It's, it's ultimately just for our first teammates. Uh, he wants to be out there, man, and play, play his best 60 minutes with the guys that, that he goes to war with every single day. And uh, just the work, uh, the, the overtime he puts in on, on the film session or with the guys around him, uh, helping the young guys out, uh, the communication that, that he takes, the, he takes very pro a lot of pride in his communication and makes sure everybody's all on the same page. So you see those small things, man. And, uh, and for me personally, man, having, having an opportunity to wear the green dot, you learn a lot from him. Uh, so I spent my whole last year watching Hitch, watching him, how they operate and how, how they uh, get the guys, get the best out of the guys that are around them. And so, uh, man, uh, that's one thing I'll take away from Pat, man. Uh, uh, he, he's definitely one of those guys that, that makes sure everybody around him man, has trust in each other, uh, trust what he believes in, and uh, ultimately find a way to win. Nick, I know a lot of the things that you do off the football field. You're an inspiration to that Kansas City community. I know your family is proud of you. You've been an absolute joy these last couple seasons to watch on the football field. Congratulations, not only the success that you've had in a Chiefs uniform, but for winning that Super Bowl and having one of the best moments that we've seen in recent years. Appreciate the time, man. And I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Nick. Let's keep it in Yammer's world for a moment here as we turn to his beloved New York Giants, who we can all agree punched way above their weight class this season, shocking the world in the process and making a winning playoff run to boot. Now, 
what will they do for an encore? Well, you can't really answer that question until you answer this one. Who gets the tag and who gets the long-term deal between Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, and number 26, say quads, say gone, say quan, Barkley. Here's an answer, or at the very least, an informed theory. Two guys, unrestricted free agents. Long term here, Steve Link, when you look at the quarterback and you know the importance of what Saquon was in this team's offense, what's more important long term for the Giants? Is mm. it the quarterback or is it the running back? Uh, long term, most importantly, you got to have ball players, frankly, just yeah. at, at the end of the day. However, who do you tag first? For me, it has to be Daniel Jones. And the reason it has to be Daniel Jones is because when you look at Daniel Jones this year, Right, He was significantly, dramatically better compared to what he has dealt with. Coaching staff, play, play structure, just the structure of the team, everything. Statistically, he was below in a pass rating, below 85. Now he's at 92 uh, uh, quarterback rating or passer rating, and that's significant. But the thing that I, I, I preface it by saying why you got to tag him is this. Is this the Daniel Jones that we are, can count on moving forward? Right. And if it is, great. But if it's not, you don't want to be held hostage a little bit with 50 or 45 or 60 million plus and below average quarterback play because then now all of a sudden your quarterback play is supposed to fill in gaps that you don't have, that you are deficient in. And lastly, the thing that people aren't talking about that us football players know or former football players, when you get a new agent, you don't get a new agent for a discount. You get a new agent for more money. And as they say, the youngsters say, you get a new agent for that bag. For that bag. And so when you want that bag, you want to get more money, there's no hometown discounts. There's no any of that thing, any of those things that you're talking about. His new agent is telling him, hey, Daniel Jones, you played a lot better and you need to get paid and compensated for that. And that's what that new agent is telling him. And that's why he got a new agent because he, get, he gets a new agent to tell him, hey, you deserve more. You are good enough. You have dealt with all of this, this monotony and micromanaging of the old staff with Joe Judd and all oh, Joe Judd and all these other people. You got some good quality. Look how better you are with this coaching staff, and you need to get paid. That's what's going on. That's why you got to tag them. I got to wait and see. All right. So let me ask you this, Steve. So yes, sir. If if you said, um, I don't know, I'm buying a car. Yes. The car works 25% of the time. Mm. Would you buy it? You want the truth or the lie? I want the truth. <laughs> well, the lie will say, heck yeah, i buy it. <laughs> you wouldn't. Gosh darn it, I'll buy that car. You wouldn't. Steve? Oh, oh hell no. We're not I'm buying not. that car that ain't only works 25% of the time. Ain't touching it. Ain't touching it. Yeah. So when I look at Daniel Jones, he's been in the league four years. And you say this is his best year, and I agree yes. with you. 67% completion, 3,200 yards yep. passing. This was his best year, yes. 3,200 yards passing. Yes. His best year. Correct. The elite quarterbacks in this league, this is their worst year. Correct. And so when I look at it, I got to look at Daniel Jones' complete body of work yeah. before I decide to give him the complete bag like that. Now, yeah, now, yeah I agree with you. The quarterback, the business of the quarterback position is, is up there. would tell you that they make so much money I got to pay this guy first. But I could argue. You can. I could argue that Daniel Jones needs Brian Dayball. Yes. Way more than Brian Dayball Absolutely. needs facts. Brian Jones. F facts. And I, top of and, facts. I, and I truly believe that Brian Dayball is just waiting until they get in a position 
where they can get a dynamic guy. Yeah. Okay, if they had one of the top picks this year, I'm not so sure we'd be having this conversation about Daniel Jones getting the, the getting the franchise tag. They would let him walk and they draft somebody. And you are absolutely correct, but here's my rebuttal. You also got to understand that in that car that was working 25%, the mechanic was a bum, right? The person that was putting on, doing the rota- rotating the tires, he had no he had no business rotating the tires. He didn't even have a business being in the building, right? <laughs> the general manager that was running that nice car dealership, mm-hmm. it was a nice car dealership, but the general manager had no, had no idea, had no competency in running that dealership well. So that's what I'm saying, and I agree with you. But I'm also, I'm also, I have a personal bias for Daniel Jones because I know what kind of character, what kind of young man he is. And he's a man with character and never really spoke up when he was being misled and coached wrong. And so he's a Southern boy. He's going, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Even though they told him, hey, jump off this building, you'll survive. He jumped off the building. He, got, he broke some bones. But they blamed him. So I agree with you. Brian Dayball is a hell of a coach. And I'm saying you tag him so you give Daniel Jones another opportunity to show he's coachable, he can learn, he can process, and finally they have a dealership that is run right from head to toe. They got the the people that are rotating tires, they actually know that All that's right. their job. All right, okay. You starting your franchise with Daniel Jones? Yeah, I, I just be, I just bet on him. Uh, as long as they as long as Brian Dayball. <laughs> man, what? Okay, what you got to say about that, big dog? Hey, look, man, I got you. I got you. I got you. Steve, I'm I think is important when you're looking at the whole collective of work here. But at the end of the day, are you investing in that sample size that you saw, or are you looking at the whole offer yeah. in front of you? We interrupt this podcast to remind you that if you were on the Tennessee Titans roster this season and you remain on the Tennessee Titans roster this day, well, consider yourself fortunate. Mike Garofolo, what in the actual is going on in Davidson County along the banks of the Cumberland River? Well, new general managers come in and they tend to shed the contracts of the previous regimes for players uh, that they don't expect to be in the fold or maybe later on in their career. And that's what we saw the Titans do today. Taylor Lewan, the offensive tackle, uh, he was released, as was wide receiver Robert Woods, linebacker Zach Cunningham, and Randy Bullock. Now, the Titans were over the cap, not too bad in relation to some other teams that really had to do some slashing, but these moves got them under. They saved around $40 million in salary cap space uh, and over $40 million in cash for this upcoming season. There are some more salaries on that roster that they could potentially slash uh, if they so choose before the start of the league year. So we'll keep an eye to see if there's more moves from Carthon in Tennessee as they reset the table uh, for the start of the new regime in that front office. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, with a reminder that the NFL scouting combine is only days away. That NFL scouting combine presented by Noble, where a dream that starts small can get big and a name that's unknown can become the future. It's the 2023 NFL combine, March 2nd through the 5th, right here on NFL Network and NFL Plus. Next is here. 
I love that tagline. Also, make a date for this Saturday when the HBCU Legacy Bowl kicks off at 4 p.m. Eastern on the NFL Network and NFL Plus again. The top prospects from historically black colleges and universities will put their talent on the field, hoping to turn the heads of NFL scouts, and you know they will. NFL scouts, of course, are on the case, and we are too. Because with the scouting combine on the way, the HBCU combine on the field, and the NFL draft in our near future, we are turning to our resident wideout, Steve Smith Sr., for a totally free installment of Steve Smith Sr.'s scouting service. He's got some names you may not know, but you need to. Steve, the mic is yours. I know it's kind of funny as a wide receiver evaluating corners, but you got to understand uh -huh. I, I'm, I'm evaluating the corners because I also I know what a good corner looks like. I know what a bad corner looks like. But more, more than anything, every receiver or corner played receiver or corner in high school or at a time. So it's about feet, footwork. It's about movement. How fluid, how, how clean are you? And, and Jalen Jones from, uh, from Texas A&M, what I really love about him, he – both of these guys, the guys I'm talking about, but he's strong. He's a guy that really understands what's going on in zone coverage. He doesn't play a lot of man coverage, and so that makes me say, why? That tells me why is because he's a little bit stiff hip. Sometimes he doesn't always move fluidly, but he's a willingly he's a willing tackler. And the other thing, 6'2", 205 pounds. He's ranked the 12th corner. Why are you bringing up the 12th corner? Understanding value. Mike Robb did it. I did it. Is you have to. You're not going to be a starter so you have to show the value when a team is looking at you they're going to say what do you what value do you bring to this team if you're not covering Justin Jefferson if you're not covering Stefan Diggs well you have to run down on kickoff pump return kickoff return you have to show your value to make sure you understand that the third the second and third day guys you are the wheels you're the you, you are the windshield of the vehicle. You have to make sure that you can contribute in that to earn your time. And then with Stevenson, what I really love about him, he's six feet, but, man, he is 214 pounds, and he is burly. That's he dope. will come up and hit you. And here's some of the notes that I have on him. He is a stout-built corner who imposes his will on a receiver. Let me, tell, let me break that down for you. <laughs> if you're a wide receiver – and you are in front of him, and he's imposing his will, that equals the bad news for you. That's going to be a long day. And he is also a guy who he's big, he's big so they're going to say we got to get his feet better. By getting his feet better, better way, be a gunner or utilize him on punt return or blocking. But here's the cool part about him. He also is a punt returner, and he punishes mm. the people who are trying to tackle him. So understand, these combine guys who are participating, you're auditioning for a job, but you're also showing are you teachable, are you coachable, and how flexible are you to do other things. The more you can do, the better opportunity you have to make a team. There were six Florida A&M Rattlers among the 47 prospects at the HBCU Combine in Metairie, Louisiana earlier this week. One of those Rattlers, Xavier Smith, he's been on your radar. Why is that? He's been on my radar. We had Steve Weish had the opportunity to interview, uh, interview Xavier Smith, and it just, it, it just pulled on my heartstrings yeah. because I already know when you come from a small school, you're already at a place where people believe that um, you're at a disadvantage. Let's go ahead and spotlight him. But why do I need to spotlight a guy who's running a four, 
three, eight. <laughs> Why are we spotlighting a guy who already should be spotlighted? Because if he went to a bigger school, you, you draft those guys, and then they park in cars three years later. So, listen, just get this man this opportunity. He's 5'10", but they went ahead and said he was 5'9", and 1'4". That's okay, but he has great body control. Explosiveness. His explosiveness, normally, Mike Robb, you hear about a fifth gear. This boy got a sixth and seventh gear. He can get after it. He can go. He's not tall, but guess what? He has great body control. He also can get he attacks the football he doesn't wait for the ball to come to his chest he attacks the football explosive shifty if you give him in space defenders keep your eyes open because he will shazam you and disappear and reappear behind you look at his great body control keeps his hands and his feet understands how to play and the best part of it all if you line up in press coverage you need to worry about his speed but also worry about his quickness look at this in space well balanced. He just gives you everything you need. And guess what, folks? There are some people that I know was talking about him. Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. And you know what the Kansas City Chiefs can do with a Swiss Army knife? You know what they do to you? They go ahead and trade you off to other teams and then they win the Super Bowl. That's what they do. Hey, I'm telling you right now, this kid is Adrian Smith. You can see him on Cut To It next week. I'll give you a full lowdown and even more highlights of what he will be and what you look forward to. And he should be at the combine because I'm going to the combine. So add another Smith in there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. 
Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Will any of these guys factor into Mike Robb's plans for his Seattle Seahawks? Well, the answer in today's The Real Mike Robb Report. Mike Robb, here's the premise. If you were the Seahawks general manager, what would you do this offseason? You look at Geno, Geno answered the bell this year, right? Where they said they wrote him off, but he ain't right back. Geno, I believe Geno did a great job and did enough to solidify his position at being the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. So let's keep Geno right there, right? All right. Now, boom, we're going to go on the defensive side of things. Now, if you know anything about Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll has to have a rusher. He has to have a rusher in his defense so that the offense, the opposing offense has to be able to set their protections there. So, uh... Usually it's a Leo position that we're talking. Bruce, not saying Bruce Irvin won't be on the won't be on the team, but Tyree uh, Wilson, yeah. this kid, right? Could you tap that Bruce Irvin gotcha. one right there? That kid out of Texas Tech. Oh my goodness! Uh, over 27 tackles for a loss over the last two years, 14 sacks, but he is huge, right? 6'6", 270 some pounds, and the, for me, it's the position flexibility. He can play D tackle in a three-four. He can play outside linebacker in a three-four. He can also play the Leo, which is kind of the designated passer in this Seahawks defense. And then too, when you, when you look at this defense. To me, you got to do something about this safety position. You got to get flexible at the safety position. So for me, I'm going to go for right here. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, right? One of the He's a professional trash talker, let's just say that, and one of the key reasons as to why the Philadelphia Eagles' defense was where they were. So, you got Ooh. Jamal Adams right there. He can just switch that out, right, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson can play big nickel. He can also uh, cover the back end, go sideline to sideline. Dude is a baller. Emron Adams the- is nasty, man, when he's healthy. Oh, who? Jamal Adams is nasty. When he's healthy, when yeah. is he healthy, Yams? I haven't okay. seen him out there in a long time. When the hell is he healthy, man? Like I I'm, I'm still show. looking Fair. for him, okay? okay. I, I'm still looking. Okay, now what I got next? What I got next? Uh, oh, oh, offense again. I wouldn't be surprised if this, because everybody knows about my guy John Schneider, the general manager, and Pete Carroll for the Seattle Seahawks. They are not afraid to take a project. They are not afraid to go out there and do what other people aren't able to do. Uh, this kid right here, Anthony Richardson. I'm just saying. I think Geno's gonna be the starter, but I'm just saying that kid. They got the. They got a late pick in the 20, or 20, or 20 something pick like that. If this kid is around late in the draft, I'm sorry. The athleticism, the arm, the arm strength, all of the tools that Pete Carroll and this offense wants to be successful in the NFC West. I believe this kid, Anthony Richardson, possesses a little raw. But at the end of the day, you sit a year behind Geno Smith, take over the starting position. I want to thank all of today's contributors, Steve Smith Sr., Michael Robinson, Mike Yam, MJ Acosta-Ruiz, Mike Garofolo. Guys, thank you so much for the work that you do every day. On tomorrow's show, it's an NFL division in desperate need of a quarterback or two or three or, yes, even four. It's the NFC South. But what is the future? Maybe the better question, who is the future for the Panthers and the Saints and the Falcons and, yes, the now Brady-less Bucks? The answer and another hot take for those top pick bears tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now.
NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.